Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 45 of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Jill Angelo, the co-founder and CEO of Genev. Without further ado, let's bring her on. Jill, thank you so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. How's your day going so far? You know, it's great. It's one of those days where I've had few meetings and I've gotten a lot done. Those are the best days. They are. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, even some of the days you have meetings, I mean, you, it's it's definitely harder to track, like, I guess, uh, I guess sometimes it doesn't feel like when you have all these meetings that you accomplish so much in the day, right? But in, in reality, sometimes you really do. But I, I, I feel you. <laughs> uh, well, I'm super excited to have you on. I've been a fan of the your your company for quite some time. And it's it's great to finally be able to you know, learn more about the company and kind of how how things got to this point. So I would love if you could tell the audience a little bit more about yourself, I guess how your career started and how it transitioned to this point with your company. Absolutely. Um, so I am uh, Jill Angelo. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Genev, uh, an online clinic for women in menopause. We specifically provide telehealth services, community, and education focused on women 40 plus, essentially women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. Um, and we have a team of OBGYNs, registered dietitians, um, and educators that really help women manage their health in menopause and, and really their health in the whole second half of life. Um, how I started this, I started Genev about four years ago, and my background is technology. I spent 20 years in the tech industry, 15 of those years at Microsoft, and I love technology. Um, I'm not an engineer, but my background is in marketing. And so I know how to build businesses and to leverage the value of technology for reaching more people in more authentic human ways and kind of solving problems that haven't been solved. And so um, applying it to a part of women's health that really has been untouched forever. Like no one's really, menopause I always think is the final frontier in women's health. And, and so what we're doing at Genev is, is we're a digital health platform that is using the value of technology to, to reset the way women do menopause. Um, you know, why I made the shift from tech to health uh, care, I, I don't obviously have a healthcare background. I, I've brought those health resources on board with me. And thankfully I have an awesome team um, but my passion's always been women and girls development. It was even in all my years at Microsoft. And I was uh, in my final role at the company, I was the chief of staff to the chief marketing officer. And I really, uh, I worked with two different CMOs there at the company. And, and one of them in particular, uh, she kind of put me in charge of managing all of our senior women's leadership group. And we would do these monthly salon dinners and just really work to support these women in their careers because we wanted to retain them. They were senior in their roles. They were wise. They were experienced. They were valuable, valuable people in the company. And as I watched them progress in their career at the company, it was interesting to see they went from talking about having babies or taking maternity leave to trying to find work-life balance to transitioning into talking about other healthcare changes, you know, um, maybe brain fog or they were just so tired or, you know, just missed work days because of parts of their body that they just weren't, they just weren't feeling great. And, you know, I just thought there's something there. Um, 
And I ended up taking a three-month sabbatical from Microsoft and met the former uh, really executive who built Neutrogena into the big global company we know it to be. And she truly um, had the vision around menopause and how underserved women are in this part of their health. And one thing led to another, and we started Genev, and we've evolved over time to become the true online clinic and digital health platform that we are today. Um, but that was really the turning point for me. I saw such an unmet need. I could pair it with my passion for women's you know, development and, and furthering them, whether it's in their careers or just in their health and life. And, um, and that's when Genev was born, and, and it's just been the best move I've ever made. Wow. That's a do, do, that's quite the uh, quite the story that you you started out at you know Microsoft for quite some time and I actually think it's it's uh, to your advantage not necessarily being so involved in healthcare in the beginning of your career because I think sometimes in healthcare um, this isn't meant to offend anyone but there are a lot of closed-minded people in healthcare that think you know we can only do something one way. This is how we've always done it. We have to stick with doing it this way. Or they pay no mind to it, right? Like you were just saying with um, menopause and um, really the lack of, especially in the technology space, that type of online clinic. Um, so I think what I've seen a lot of is people with similar backgrounds that were more like tech focused, they come into healthcare and they're like, okay, we can streamline this process or we can do things differently. So I think that's really cool. You took that background brought into healthcare. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, um, I have a, I have a big belief and, and sometimes people can think, oh, those arrogant tech, tech people, they think that they can just take tech and move it into everything and they're just going to make it more efficient and streamlined and affordable and, and it's not that easy. It's not that simple. Um, but I have to say one thing that um, was to my advantage coming into healthcare from tech um, a, the technology and the background and the network, um, but B, the, I, I was naive. I was naive about closed-mindedness or how slow things moved <laughs> or how difficult it is, you know, the, how precious and careful we have to be about data security. I have a new appreciation for it in the healthcare space compared to where I was. And so, um, you know, my learning has been solid. It's been hard. Um, I've learned some good lessons. Um, it's been humbling. And yet, if I wasn't as naive about the healthcare space as I was coming into it, I don't know that I would have done this. And because it's been really hard. And yet, we're making progress. Like there is a way. And, um, and I guess maybe I'm just bullish enough about changing the way women do menopause and, and believe that it can be done. Um, but we're making headway for sure. Um, but yeah, healthcare is a, a tough space to just, you don't just enter it and think that you're going to change the world. Yeah. And it's, uh, your team is, is your team all in one area or are you kind of spread out at all? Is it every, everyone's in Seattle? Um, you know, yeah, for the most part, we, we have a, you know, a near shore development team in South America. Um, and I guess we do have some virtual team members more in contract roles throughout the United States. And then our team of physicians, obviously, um, we've got about 25 OBGYNs on our team and they're dispersed around the United States. But otherwise, the core group, our, our dev, our marketing, even you know, our chief medical officer and our coaching team, um, we're all based in Seattle or the Pacific Northwest. Interesting, okay. Yeah, it seems like, I mean, 
you, you'd be one to speak on it, but it seems like that area from like an entrepreneur standpoint is really becoming popular. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Um, you know, I think that um, obviously in telehealth and telemedicine right now is really taking off in this new world of remote working and remote living um, or remote everything. Um, but I think even the sense around um, you know, women's health and menopause, when I started this business, everyone's like, you're doing what, you know, well, people don't really talk about that. Um, even in my initial outreach to women, when I started Genev, um, we surveyed 1500 women and a lot of them were like, I was so unprepared. I had no idea what to expect to start the conversation. You know, it was like the barrier was so low, um, because it was just like basic awareness that it even happens and it happens to every single woman, which is the crazy thing. So, um, you know, I think that we're really, it's times are changing, not only socially with telehealth becoming a new normal, um, but also around this part of women's health, um, where, you know, as we see, um, obviously people living longer, but also women in midlife thriving. Um, and sometimes it just takes celebrities proving that to the world. And then we all look at and say, oh my God, look at 50 year old Jennifer Lopez or, you know, uh, Laura Dern winning an Oscar this year at 50 plus or Renee Zellweger. Um, it takes those social norms to start to open up the dialogue around real issues that real women experience, um, but then see that they can actually thrive through it. So um, yeah, things are changing and it's, it's been great to be part of this change and to evolve with it and hopefully be a, a real leader in it. Yeah, it's certainly an interesting space you're in. And I, I can't think of many companies that come to mind that are addressing the space and, and the way that you're doing it. So um, kudos to you and your team for creating something truly special. Uh, what's, so I think, you know, we, you and I were talking about this a little bit, but uh, you know, you're primarily in women's health, but aren't, didn't you mention you're also switching into, uh, or not switching into, but you're adding primary care as well? Yeah, we are. Um, you know, and we've done that in the last three weeks in response oh, okay. to the whole COVID-19 um, response. You know, we obviously our core skill set of our practitioners has been, you know, gynecology and menopause. Um, you know, our we've got physicians that can provide, you know, gynecological telehealth services as well as prescription support. Um, and then we have health coaches or registered dietitians that really focus on nutrition and exercise and stress management and sleep management, kind of the more functional side of, um, of women's health in this part of life. Uh, and, you know, as we saw more and more women needing access to their doctors, but not being able to get to them because of stay at home or shelter in place policies or clinics not being open or them shifting focus, um, a number of our practitioners, you know, have primary care experience um, or have functioned as a, as a primary care provider in their past. And so we said, they were like, let's open that up. Like we have those skills. We can see people for concerns around COVID-19 symptoms if they're symptomatic um, or other conditions that might be put off right now while physicians are focused on other, you know, patients that are more critically ill or clinics are closed or transition to more COVID care. And so we really expanded to include primary care during this time. And we're seeing patients. And so if we can serve women in this way as well, then uh, we'll, we'll continue that for as long as women need it or into forever. Um, because, you know, oftentimes 
healthcare isn't just one slice of a person, it's, it's lots of parts of them. And if you can form a great relationship with a provider um, in a way that's convenient and from the safety of your own home, uh, and we can provide that to you, then by all means, we're gonna, we're gonna do that. Yeah, I, I, I gotta tell you, I really love on your website too. And when I was going through it, being able to see all the different services that you offer via telemedicine, it was really transparent. Like you, you show everything, any like for a breakdown of uh, for OBGYN, primary care, uh, all your health coaches and registered dietitians, all the offerings you have for each, which is, uh, which is amazing, which appreciate, appreciate uh, it. That's one of the big problems in healthcare too, right? It's a lack of transparency. So you being totally upfront, uh, it's definitely uh, your direct to consumer. So being able to educate them on uh, all of your offerings without, uh, necessarily having to take calls and things like that, like we've had to in the past in healthcare, is, is certainly helpful. Thank you. But, you know, I, I'm a big believer in transparency. And, and oftentimes, I think the biggest thing is, you know, if, if we start to kind of do more healthcare out of our homes, just like anything you do online, you, you shop, you, you research, you look at reviews, you, um, you see what features they have, you see the qualities, you know, the, the, um, like if you're buying a pair of shoes or a bag or something, you look at the details behind it. Um, in the same way, I think with your healthcare provider, um, you need to know if they can address the thing that you're feeling, the symptom you're experiencing or the concern that you have. And so that's, that's kind of the approach we've taken is around just really being clear so that um, patients just trust us that you know we are we are an open book and um, and we're we're super passionate about what we do so um, the lists are long of of symptoms and, and and parts of a woman's health that we do support which is great but it's long so that women can see how comprehensive we can be and and how much we can support them that's great Jill, what would you say is one of your favorite parts about being a CEO in the health tech space? Um, boy, favorite parts of being a CEO in the health tech space. It's a super broad because there's no. You know, things. it's great. But, uh, what, but no, if you had to pick one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I um, it's still pioneering. Like this is pioneering work, and. I love doing things that have never been done before. You get to be creative, you get to experiment, you get to um, reinvent. And it also, you know, I, I love that stuff. Like that, that I, I, I just am fueled by, not everyone is. And it can also be incredibly daunting or frustrating in terms of like, dang, there's no precedent for this thing. Okay, let's try it and then you fail. And there's a lot more failure involved unfortunately. Um, but the pioneering aspect of health tech and being a CEO in it and meeting up with other CEOs or other people that just have pipe dreams about what we can do, I, um, I don't roll my eyes at it. Like I'm one of those people that think that we can, like my mission with Genev eventually is to establish a roadmap for menopause where there's never been one. Um, but when women you know, go through pregnancy, most women are gifted the book, what to expect when you're expecting. And it's like, kind of like the roadmap for oh, what do I expect at, you know, week five and nine and whatever. 
there's nothing like that for menopause. And yet every single woman goes through it. And the hard part about menopause is there's no one size fits all. It's different for every woman. But I believe that through the power of data that we're tracking across, you know, thousands of women and their, their path through it, we can start to build that roadmap. And so you do start to provide more transparency and awareness and predictability for a woman or a patient. And, and that's a pipe dream. Like everyone's like, oh, yeah, how are you going to do that? You know, and we're chipping away at it. We're not going to be there anytime soon, um, but we're working away at it. And it's just amazing what you can actually do when, when you kind of are comfortable in a pioneering space and you don't listen to what you can't do and you just kind of keep pushing through to what you believe you, you can. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the opportunity is, is wide open too. I mean, there's, because you just said it, every, every woman goes through menopause. Well, that's also every woman that, even outside the United States. So like you, you truly have a potentially global opportunity to exactly what you said, provide that roadmap for menopause, mm -hmm. which I think you can based on, uh, like you said, it's not the same for any, um, for any one person, but over time you'll know, okay, this person is experiencing this. And as if we recall, the same person we spoke with you know, a while back, she had that same issue um, or that same experience. That's, that's really right. interesting. Yeah. You'll do it. <laughs> yeah. We're getting there. Uh, much of this entrepreneur journey is also talking things into existence. Like if you put 100% of your focus into it, you'll do it. It's mm -hmm. um, especially with the, with the tech background and uh, a very driven mindset, which you clearly have. So very cool. Well, I got to tell you, I look forward to continuing to follow Genev and, and your career. And you and I will definitely have to stay in touch and wish you nothing but the best of success. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we kind of wrap up? Um, you know, I, I think um, the final thing to add, and, and if any women do listen to this and they're of menopausal age and they're wondering, am I in menopause or is what I'm going through normal, come to genev.com. It's G-E-N-N-E-V.com and take our menopause assessment. Like it's free and it gives you kind of your type and where you're at in the journey and, and gives you some information and connects you to the right resources. So um, that's the final thought. I, I'll, I'll put a, a small pitch in there for Genev and what we do. And, and should any women be curious about this, um, you know, come to us and, and get educated is kind of the first step. Perfect. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. So they can easily click on it and be directed to your site. So Fantastic. yeah, very excited to uh, continue talking with you. And again, thank you so much for joining us on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Jared. And thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Look forward to, uh, you know, getting, getting things continued, uh, continuously rolling in 2020. It's definitely been a crazy time, but, um, you know, we're all, we're all, everyone's trying to push forward as best as they can. Yeah. Uh, very good. All right. Well, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Jared. You too. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is unlocking healthcare professional data, making it easily shareable. 
they want to make life easier for healthcare professionals and organizations so that they can focus on tasks like providing the best care possible to patients. Block Health leverages their smart universal common application and blockchain technology to streamline many of the tasks that healthcare professionals and organizations must engage in, like primary source verification, provider enrollment, state licensing, state license renewals, DEA registration, DEA renewals, and much more. They do all of this through their easy to use platform. If you would like to learn more about Block Health, please check out their website at www.blochealth.com. Thanks. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, You can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.